Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you. And we need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We need a move. We need every day to start with you. This is the best coffee and conversations ever. This is the best coffee and conversations Yes, it I move by your spirit, Lord. We waiting on you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glory, 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 glory. Be anxious for nothing this morning. Be anxious for nothing this morning. Lay it all aside this morning. Thank you, thank you, my God. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, have your way. Come on, Tasha, sing us on in. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. This is this is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way this morning. Be with us, Lord God. Be with us, Lord God. We need you, Lord God. You are an awesome God. You are a mighty God, Lord God. We need you this morning, Lord God, more than anything. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We invite your presence in this day. We invite your peace in today. We invite your love in today. We just thank you for your glory. We need a move. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you. Let your glory manifest today. We need your spirit. We need your presence. We need your grace. We need your mercy. We need your love. We need your wisdom. We need divine order. We need strategies, Lord God. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Mirror, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. When you move, when you move, my shuru, there is no circumstance. Come on, Holy Spirit. There is no situation that's bigger than you. There is no grave details that's bigger than you, Lord God. There is no diagnosis that's bigger than you, Lord God. There is no situation that's bigger than you. There is no marital problem that's bigger than you, Lord God. There is no lost child that's bigger than you, Lord God. There is no health issue that's bigger than you, Lord God. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Father. God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for a word of knowledge. We thank you for your wisdom. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your miracles, Lord God. This is a move. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I want to lift up Chala Sims first this morning, Lord. You know everything that Chala stands in need of. You know, Father God, what her body needs this morning, Lord God. So we declare, Father God, that every fiber, every tissue, and every cell in her body is in exact alignment with the word of God. We thank you that healing is her portion, Lord God. For you are already bruised for her iniquities. For you are already chastised for her peace. And I thank you, Father God. I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. That healing is her total package. I thank you for restoring her body, Lord God, restoring her spirit, restoring her soul, and restoring her mind, Father God. Thank you, Lord God. And this morning, Lord God, I wanted to stand in the gap for ovaries, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for ovaries, Lord God. Not kidneys, for ovaries, Father God. I thank you that every fiber, every tissue, and every cell, and every ovary is being restored. And that ovaries are functioning according to the word of God, Lord God. That we will not get lost in medical translations, Lord God. That we will not sign off on endometriosis, Lord God, and the diagnosis and the doctor's report, Lord God that you created our ovaries, that you put them in our body, that they'll be healthy, Lord God, that they will be healthy. And any adverse, um, 
any adverse attack that's been on them due to things we've ingested in our bodies. We thank you. You are healing right now, Father God. We thank you. You are healing right now, Lord God. And we just declare your restoration over our bodies right now, Lord God. You created us to be healthy and whole, spirit, soul, and body. You said as our soul prospers, Lord God, that we should be prospering. That's our health as well, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God. We thank you for moving on our behalf today. We thank you for healing. Lord God. We thank you for your love, Father God. We thank you for your fire. We thank you for the baptism of the Holy Spirit today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Rain on us today, Lord God. Show us your glory. We need your glory, Lord God. We need your glory. We need your glory. We need your power. We need your strength, Lord God. We need a move, Father God. We need a move, Father God. We need a move. We need a move. This is a move. We need a move, Lord God. We just invite you in. We invite you in, Lord God, to move. We invite you in to move. We invite you in to move. We invite you in to move. We invite all anxiety and fear and lay it at your altar, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Come in, Holy Spirit. Come into our homes today. Come into our jobs today. Come into our minds today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. For you said, though that they that worship you shall worship you in spirit and truth, Lord God. We need a move, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We need a move, Lord God. We need a move, Lord God. Renew our minds this Lord morning, Lord God. Renew our minds as we renew our minds in your word, Lord God. We cancel this stress off our life, Lord God. We will not continue to be living high stressed lives, Lord God. We will not. We will trust you. We will worship you. We will have peace in you, Lord God. And we will find our glory in you and our grace in you. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We thank Thank you, Holy Spirit, Lord God. We just open ourselves up to receive you today, Lord God, to receive you today, Lord God. We stand in the gap, Father God. We curse cancer at its root, Lord God. We thank you, your healing power, which was presented through Jesus Christ. Come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord God, your healing power, which was presented through Jesus Christ is bigger than cancer, Lord God. That includes cancers of the stomach, Lord God, and cancers in our spine, Lord God. We thank you. You are healer. We thank you. You are healer. We thank you, our healer, Lord God. And we're dealing with depression today, Lord God. Depression can't keep having roots in us. Depression can't keep being our story. We're not going to be defined as depressed any longer, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. Our joy is coming. For you said joy will come in the morning. So we thank you for our morning. We celebrate our morning, oh Lord. We celebrate our morning, oh Lord. We thank you, Lord God. We will no longer take wise counsel, Lord God. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord God. We are learning to move in your rhythm today, oh Lord, that we are learning to move in your rhythm, that we are synced with you, Lord God, because we are synced with the Holy Spirit. And we thank you for moving on our behalf today. <laughs> Miracles happen because of you. Grace, peace, and joy happen because of you, Lord God. And Lord God, we stand in the gap for our parents today, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We stand in the gap for our parents today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that they will not be given over a reparate mind, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that we have godly parents, Lord God. We thank you that the spirit of Caleb is amongst our parents, Lord God, and that they will finish strong. We thank you that their latter years are our best years, Father God, and for our grandparents that are still standing. We thank you, Father God, that they are full of purpose, Lord God, that they haven't entered into just a retirement mindset, Father God, that they find purpose in you, that they find hope in you that they find trust in you. And we declare that every generational curse is broken off their life right now in the name of Jesus. And if we have a parent or a grandparent that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior. We thank you, Father God, you're putting a laborer in the field, Lord God, and that they're coming to know you as Lord and Savior. We just lift them up before you today. We lift our parents up to you. We thank you, you're mending broken hearts and restoring broken relationships, Lord God, and that they're seeking you like never before. We thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you, all generational curses are broken, Lord God, that they're being renewed in their mind, that they're being renewed in their spirit, Lord God. We thank you, health is their reason 
reasonable portion, Lord God, and they receive your health today, Lord God. We thank you salvation is on the way to their homes, Lord God. We thank you for our parents. We thank you for our parents. We may not understand everything they've done. We not, may not understand why you created us to be born of those parents, but this morning we're going to thank you, Father God, for we know all things are working for our good. We lift up our parents before you today, Lord God. We thank you that generational curses are broken today. We thank you they operate in a sober and a sovereign mind and that the spirit of Caleb is strong and that they will finish strong, Father God. Lord God, we lift up our pastors and our churches to you today, Father God. You know, Lord God, our pastors, you know their hearts, Lord God. And we lift up ministries to you today, Lord God. But more so our pastors today, Father God. We thank you for pastors after your own heart, Lord God. We thank you for pastors that are submitted to you and submitted to Christ and sensitive to the Holy Spirit, Lord God. We thank you for pastors that will not tempt to do anything ungodly through peer pressure, through music, through television, Lord God. We thank you for pastors that are living holy, Lord God. We thank you for pastors that are prosperous, Lord God. We thank you for pastors, Father God, that are sensitive to their people, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for pastors who have a heart to serve, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, you are burning up the chaff in them, Lord God. Anything that doesn't line with your word, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God, we take authority over every dark spot, every principality, Father God, every, every satanic plot that has been trying to come against our pastors and trying to come against our churches and trying to come against our ministries we spoil the plans and plots of Satan and we set a, sever a, the discord right now in the name of Jesus and we sever the ties in the name of Jesus and we thank you Father God that if any of our pastors are living an ungodly life that they're coming out of ungodliness that they godliness today Lord God that they have a repentant heart Lord God that they're tuning their ears Lord God we thank you for giving them strength Lord God and giving them vigor Lord God Lord God and giving them grace Lord God and giving them mercy Lord God and we thank you, Father God, they're turning from darkness and into your marvelous light, Lord God. We thank you for vision and purpose and everything that they need for the ministry, Lord God. And we thank you for your love and that the people are loving and the people are serving in, this, in the sanctuary, Lord God. Not unto their pastors, but unto you, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that if there is any pastor or any person affiliated with this devotional today that's su suffering from any form of addiction, especially alcoholism, Lord God. We thank you today that you're taking the taste out of their mouth. We thank you today that you're taking the taste out of their mouth, that they no longer desire, Father God, alcoholism or alcohol as their drug of choice, Lord God, but that you become their intoxication. You become their strength. You become their peace, Father God. Lord God, we thank you for respite for our pastors. We thank you for resources for our pastors. We thank you, Father God, for godly children, Lord God, and that their children are helping and working in the ministry, Lord God. We just cover and bathe them in the blood of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you all toxic relationships that have been attached to our pastors are leaving now, Lord God. We thank you for creating a safe place and a place of vulnerability, Lord God, where they can go get help today, Lord God. We just thank you, Father God, for our pastors. We lift up our congregations, Lord God. We lift up our churches to you today. Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are planted in their community, serving at the capacity that you want them to serve, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, they are spiritual production centers, Lord God. We thank you, they are healing centers, Lord God. We thank you, people are being drawn to the right congregations from the north, south, east, and west, Lord God. We thank you for the resources for every church and every ministry, Lord God, that they stand in need of absolutely nothing, Lord God. We thank you for covenant partnerships and our covenant ministries, Body of Christ Worship Center, and Jesse Duplantis Ministries and Canaan Christian Center, Lord God, and Ron Carpenter Ministries, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you that these ministries replicate and re resemble kingdom. Father God, we thank you. They represent and re resemble kingdom. Father God, and we just repent if we've spoken any negative words against our pastors or against our co congregations, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, that they are being restored and churches are in communities able to provide the services. Lord God, and give the wisdom to those pastors who need to connect to another church, Lord God, so that pride doesn't stand in the way, Lord God, or who need to serve in a different capacity. We thank you. Wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is coming to them 
them right now, Lord God. We thank you for their community programs, Lord God, and that they find their niche in the kingdom, Father God. Now, Father God, we come against the spirit of alcoholism this morning, Lord God. It has been rampant enough in our communities, Lord God. And we, we declare right now, Lord God, that alcoholism is being abandoned now, Father God, because we know it leads to depression and other things, Lord God. We know that there's really no such thing as casual drink drinking. And if we are in a crisis, Lord God, we got to be careful when we drink casually, Lord God. So we thank you, Father God, you become our true serum, Lord God, that we become intoxicated with you. And if we have been, if we have been engaged father god in the intoxication that comes with alcoholism that you're severing the ties right now lord god that we will not be given over to a reprobate and a lustful mind father god why because we trust you with our problems we trust you with the issues we'll no longer go to the bottle anymore lord god we're not gonna run to a bottle anymore lord god we're gonna run to you so we break the ties we break the ties we break the ties with alcoholism right now in the name of jesus and we trust you. We lay our trust at the altar this morning, Lord God. We lift up our president today and our vice president and the Senate and the cabinet and the Supreme Court justice, but especially our president today. We pray for his mind today, Lord God. We pray for his spirit today, Lord God. We cover him in the blood of Jesus, Lord God. We thank you. You are burning up the chaff in him right now in Jesus name, Lord God, and that he will not be given over to a reprobate mind, Lord God. We thank you. An encounter is coming to him today, Father God. We lift up Kanye today, Lord God. We lift up other individuals that are receiving Christ in their life, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that your story will become the ultimate story. My God, now we thank you for the word today. We thank you for the word today. We thank you for the word today. We thank you for peace. We thank you for, for provision. We thank you for love. We thank you for marriages, Lord God. And we thank you for our singles today, Lord God. We thank you that our mind is on Christ. We thank you for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that can only come up from above, Lord God. We thank you for our steadfastness, Lord God. For you said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount upon wings like eagles. They shall run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint, Lord God. We thank you for healthy kidneys, Lord God, and strategies for weight loss, Lord God. And we thank you for wisdom and knowledge that can only come from above, Lord God. We thank you we will not be wise in our own eyes, Lord God. We thank you, Father God. We won't move ahead of you, Lord God. We thank you. We'll keep our eyes on the vision. For you said if we write the vision and make it plain, those that read it can run with it, Lord God. We thank you that our vision is your vision, Lord God. That we will not have our eyes set on anything else but you. You said, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and everything else shall be added unto us, Lord God. So we're seeking you today, Lord God. This is a move, Lord God. This is a revolution. This is a revival breakout, Lord God. We're putting you in first place, Lord God. And anything in our life that has interfered with you and that has caused us to slip and that has caused us to sin, we thank you that you're removing it right now. If We thank you you're removing it right now. If it's a person, if it's a job, if it's a club, if it's an association, we thank Thank you. You're removing that out of our life right now, 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 right now. You're causing those disconnects to come. You're causing those disconnects to come. We thank you that we long and thirst after righteousness. My God, my God, we long and thirst for righteousness this morning, right standing, understanding your grace, understanding your word. Jesus, give us your holiness. Let your holiness be inside us. Let your holiness be in our minds, Lord God. We give you control over our mouths today, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart is acceptable in your sight, Lord God. We thank you. You are strengthening us, Father God, as we pray. We thank you. You are strengthening us as we pray. We will not be wise in our own life. We will not hold on to worldly wisdom anymore. We thank you, Father God. We thank you that cancer is gone for our midst. Whoever it is been battling cancer, Lord God, we thank you that cancer will not be their story and that that your healing power will be the victory. Miracle signs and wonders. Miracle signs and wonders. Miracle signs and wonders. My God, show us your glory. My God, give us your power. My God, give us your strength. My God, give us your grace.
My God, give us your peace. My God, give us your joy. Lord God, give us the tenacity to hang on in there, to press into the depths of you, Lord God, to press into the depths of you, Lord God. My God, my God, my God, my God, increase our capacity, enlarge the place of our tent, my God. Lord God, you already know what we stand in need of. You know the resources we need, Lord God. You know the opportunities we need, Lord God. So we thank you, Lord God. You're creating those opportunities. We thank you for divine portals and divine doors being open. We thank you for positioning us. We thank you for positioning us, Lord God. We thank you for positioning us. We thank you. You made us to be the head and not the tail. That you made us to be above and not beneath. That we are lenders and not borrowers, Lord God. We thank you that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and your kingdom come in every area of our lives, kingdom in our finances and kingdom in our children and kingdom in our ministries and kingdom in our workplaces and kingdom in our business. My God, that we have kingdom mindsets. And as we renew our minds in you and we renew our minds in kingdom, that we have a greater hope in you, Lord God. We have a greater hope and tenacity and strength in you, O oh Lord. We thank you for it, Father God. We receive your grace this morning. We receive your love this morning. We receive your hope this morning. We receive your peace. I, I'm telling you, he keeps speaking to me. Cancer is being burned up right now. Cancer. So if you stand in proxy of someone, cancer is being burned up right now in the name of Jesus, my God, in the kingdom. Kidneys, Lord God, cancer is being burned. Cancer is being burned up right now. Loose the captive and set them free in the name of Jesus. Cancer will not be their story. My God, just lay your hands on yourself. Cancer is being burned up right now. It ain't got to make sense. My God. And it ain't because of chemotherapy. Chemotherapy is because God It's because Jesus It's because he's healer. It's because he's standing in faith. It's because he won't back down. It's because we interceding, interceding. Cancer is being burned up right now. Lord God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you. Lord God, we thank you. 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 We thank you that our minds is our mind of Christ. Lord God, you said resist the devil and he will flee. So any thoughts that do not line up with your thoughts that are not pure, lovely, and good report, we cast them, them off right now. Open our hearts to receive. Holy Spirit, activate our ears. My God, my God. God, Holy Spirit, activate our ears right now. Activate our ears right now. Activate our ears to be able to hear and receive and give us spiritual sight so we won't get weary and worry. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you. 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 We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you. We sit at your feet this morning and just say thank you. Great is our peace and undisturbed composure because we trust you this morning. We have no reason to be anxious, Lord God. We're leaving every problem, every circumstance, and every situation. If you need an altar call moment, here it is. Cast all your cares on him. Write them out. Put them in a notebook. Rip them up. Burn them up. This is your altar call moment. If you need to repent, here is your altar call moment. If you just need a touch from the Lord, here is your altar call moment right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. We just lay it all before you, Lord God. Every circumstance, every situation, Father God, you told us do not worry because we were more than birds in the air. My God, what out man that thou art mindful. You made him a little lower than the angels. We thank you for power and strength coming to us today that we're going to use our tongues as a creative force. Lord God, for you told us by our words, we will be acquitted and by our words, we will be condemned. Lord God, we thank you, Father God. Our tongues will be a creative force today to produce a harvest. My God. Now we call in our harvest from the north, south, east, and west, from all known and unknown sources, Lord God. We know money is the least in the kingdom. So we're calling it in, Father God, as a resource to our future, as a resource to our purpose, as a resource, Lord God, so that we can make a difference in the lives of each and every person. 
We thank you, Father God. 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 We lift up on Tiffany Smith and her endeavors, Father God, and everything that you're calling her to do in this season, Father God. We lift her up before you today, Father God. Let her have our eyes set on you and let her win according to kingdom, Father God. We thank you for every business owner represented to here today. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your glory. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We thank you for your peace. We're just laying every circumstance and situation on the altar. We thank you for provision. We thank you for checks in the mail, bills paid off, debts demolished, and royalties received. This is our time of favor, Lord God. Show us the, show us the places we need to sow. We thank you for vision, wisdom, and clarity, and we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for Jesus. Just lay it all at the altar. Just a few more seconds at the altar. He's burning it up. He going to disconnect. He going to do what he need to do. You ain't got to struggle with this on your own. God got you. He got you wrapped in his hands and wrapped in his arms. He trusts you like never before, Lord God. And he thanks you. Sanctify him. Sanctify us, Lord God. Sanctify us for your purpose. Sanctify us for your glory. Sanctify us for your grace. Sanctify us for your power. Sanctify us in your protection. Sanctify us in your wisdom. Sanctify us in your knowledge. Sanctify us in your understanding. We thank you. 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 Jesus, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. My God, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you. We 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 thank you. There is nothing that you need that's not already been provided. You just got to take authority of it and take it by faith. There is nothing. I promise there is nothing you need that has not been provided. There is nothing you stand in need of that God can't grant that God can't give you. So you just thank him for the grace for you to withstand that you stand still, that you stand steadfast. You just thank him for that grace. Lord God, I'll stand steadfast in you that I'll trust you, Lord God, that I'll wait on you, Lord God, that I won't move ahead of you, Lord God, that you have not forgotten about me, Lord God, that you will never Never leave me that you will never forsake me that I'll keep my eyes on you that I'll trust you Lord God I'll trust you in this season Lord God even when I don't understand Lord God I'm gonna trust you I'm gonna wait on you I'm not gonna let anxiety push me out of place I'm not gonna let strife push me out of place I'm gonna sit and stay steadfast and walk in your spirit and walk in your truth I'm not gonna become mundane I'm not gonna become numb to the things of God I'm gonna keep seeking you I'm gonna keep follow I'm gonna keep following after you Lord God I'm gonna keep searching for you Lord God I'm gonna put you in first position in my life Lord God thank you Lord God you're burning up the chat thank you that our minds are decisive decisive thank you we're not giving over to a reprobate mind. See, a reprobate mind is a sinful mind. A reprobate mind is a sinful mind. So we thank you, Lord. We're not going to be given over to a sinful mind that we're not going to be given over to a sinful mind. Lord God, Lord God, we trust you. We're not going to move ahead of you. We trust you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We trust you, Lord God. We trust you, Lord God. We're not going to be anxious. We're going to be mindful of you and everything, Lord God. Our lives are going to replicate yours. Our lives are going to replicate Kate Jesus, Lord God. We thank you for Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional today. I plead the blood of Jesus over your life today. I thank you, Father God, that I'll trust you, that I won't move ahead of you, that I won't create Ishmael's, Lord God, that I won't get out of position, Lord God, that I will not get out of position. I will not move too fast. I won't marry too fast. I won't move into a business too fast. I won't create partnerships or relationships that you don't desire me to, to me to create, Lord God, that I will stay steadfast in you. I will trust in your truth, Lord God. I will trust in your truth that I'm mindful of the things of God, that I'm mindful of the things of God. We thank you, Lord God. Let me read Psalms 23 and Psalms 91 over you today, and then I'm going to give you the devotional. The Lord is my shepherd, my God. And anytime I read and it says my, I replace it with my name. So the Lord is Lakeisha's shepherd. I have, and this is the New Living Translation version. It says, I have all that I need. He lets me rest in the green meadows and he leads me besides the peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths and he brings honor to my name. You never have to bring honor to your name. If 
if your eyes are on kingdom, God will bring honor to your name. You don't ever have to boost yourself. You don't ever have to glorify yourself. You don't ever have to magnify yourself. All you got to do is mag magnify the King of Kings. All you got to do is magnify the Lord of Lords. All you got to do is trust him in your process and you will see God. You ain't got to create opportunities. You ain't got to boast and brag in yourself. All you got to do is boast and brag on God and watch what God will do for you. It says, even when I walk through the darkest valley and I'd have been through some dark valleys, I'd have been in some dark situations. I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. God has not left you. He has not forsaken you. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies, which reminds me I do not have to worry about an enemy. I don't have to spend any time on a hater. I don't have to worry when someone is talking about me. I don't have to worry when somebody is against me because you've already told me you're going to prepare. You're going to spread a table. You're going to let the, my enemies see the glory of the Lord being manifested in my life. So you're going to do what you need to do in front of me. I don't even have to spend any time on them. It says you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows and my cup is overflowing so that it can be connected to someone else. My cup overflows with blessings. Surely goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. So my Bible has hope notes and it says, what are you anticipating today? Are you expecting to rise higher in life? Are you expecting good great breaks? Are you expecting goodness to follow you everywhere I go? One thing I say daily is surely goodness and mercy shall follow Lakeisha all the days of her life. And I insert every last one of my sons in there. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Pay attention to what you're thinking about and make the choice to believe God for good things. Some of us have had such a negative mindset that we expect fallacy to come and we expect bad things to happen. We get up expecting the wrong thing. Today, I want you to change your mindset to expect good things. It says every day, imagine there are blessings, favor, increase and promotion following you. They already have your name on them. It's just a matter of time before they catch up with you. Start confessing every day. Something good is going to happen to me today and stand strong when trouble comes, knowing that your best days are ahead. Believe that God's blessings will overtake you. Expect goodness and mercy to chase you down. If you learn to raise your level of expectancy, my God, what a word. If you learn to raise your level of expecting, God will pour out his blessings. Now, let me read Psalms 91. It says, those who live in the shelter of the most high will find rest in the shadow of the almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He alone is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terror at night, nor the arrow that flies in day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on the stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. David understood what it meant to be in the shelter. David understood what it meant to be in the shelter. David went and pursued a, a giant. He went and pursued a giant. He didn't wait for the giant to come to him. He went and pursued a giant. And the way, the reason he was able to pursue that giant was because he knew what it was like to be in the shelter. I want to give you a few words today. We were, so we started talking about occupy till I come. And for those of you who are new to the devotional, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha M. Johnson, and I'm just grateful that you are here today. And I'm grateful for who God is in our life. And I'm grateful for what he's showing. I need one announcement. Pillow Talk, December the 13th. 
We have so many things going on in the ministry. This is a small, intimate pillow talk. If you have never attended pillow talk, I want you to go ahead and get registered for pillow talk. Um, this is the last pillow talk that's going to be intimate like that. So I don't want you to miss the opportunity. Something amazing happens at pillow talk and you can go get registered for pillow talk at the website. I needed to extend that to invitation today because some of you have been wondering, should I attend pillow talk? And here is your confirmation today. Yes, you need to attend pillow talk. There is limited space. Don't wait. December 13th, get your ticket. All the other announcements have been sent out. We have our families we're sponsoring. You can see all of that in our personal private group. We've got eight women in the shelter, but I needed to extend the invitation to Pillow Talk today. I'm your confirmation. Somebody has been asking that. Should I go? Yes, you need to go. Yes, you need to go. You need to be at Pillow Talk this year. So get the, go get your ticket on the website. And men, any of my men, y'all know how I feel. You can sponsor a lady for Pillow Talk. And that has been Gary Green, uh, Odell, um, um, and Ronald Perry. Y'all have been amazing, amazing at sponsoring people for Pillow Talk. So you guys can also uh, sponsor somebody else for Pillow Talk. So let's get in your word today. And today's devotional is all eyes on me. <laughs> all eyes on me. And I'm not talking about all eyes on Lakeisha. All eyes on me. We're going to get into, we started talking a little bit about Occupy Till I Come. And I love how God significantly does something. I love how he significantly does something. Let me tell you what he did. He built us up before he corrected us. He built us up before he corrected us. He built us up like the Lord built us up before he corrected us. He reminded us of who he was. He reminded us of, of us how precious we are to him. He reminded us how loving he is. Like he reminded us that he knew our name. He reminded us that he wanted to receive us. He reminded us that he wanted to have a relationship with us. He reminded us that we needed to be connected to him. He reminded us that he was for us. He was for the broken heart. He was for the lost. That's what he was doing on Monday too, Tuesday. He was reminding us he knew our name. He was reminding us that no sin was too big. He was reminding us that no circumstance or no situation could separate us from him. I love how God is so intentional with us. He built us up first and then now he's going to bring a word to us that says, okay, this is what we need to remember. And so we are in the parable of the students, the stewards. We are on the parable of the stewards. And this is Luke 19. If you have not been here, we started in Luke 19 and I started with a sip on Sunday that said, um, that talked about occupying until you come. And so I want to get into some of the things today that was keeping them from occupying that was keeping them, that was interfering and hindering them from occupying. So let's go to Luke 19 and it says, now, as they heard these things, Jesus begins to speak another parable and you got to understand the history behind what's happening here, because if you don't understand the history behind what's happening here, you'll miss it. So Jesus was in Jericho when he was, and he's on his way to Jerusalem, right? He, he just encountered, uh, Zac Zacchaeus in Jericho. They just witnessed him restore Zacchaeus. They just witnessed a transformation. And so Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem. Well, Jericho is not a great distance from Jerusalem. It's not that big. It's not that wide. It's not that spread out. And so as Jesus began to enter the city, the disciples and others, um, expected him. They thought he was getting ready to reveal himself. They got, they thought he was getting ready to get into, um, and show them that he was the Messiah, right? They thought the kingdom of God was getting ready to manifest immediately, right? They were confused in their expectation. They were looking all looking for a king to slay their foes and lift them very high, right? But he came as a little bitty baby and it was not time for him to reveal himself yet. It was not time for him to reveal himself. It was not time for it to manifest yet. It was not time for it to happen yet. It wasn't that season. It wasn't that time yet. And that's the thing that I want to admonish you in this season. They were looking for him. They were looking for the evidence. They were looking for it to happen. They were looking and what they really, what really had happened was they forgot the prophecy. They forgot what was said. They forgot the vision wasn't clear to them. Um, they forgot what had already been ministered and had already been said. And let me take you to these scriptures 
Let me take you to these scriptures first. They have forgot these things. So Luke 13 and 33 says, nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow and the day following for it cannot be that a prophet should perish away from Jerusalem. My God, that's the first thing he said in Luke 13, three. And then Jesus began to foretell of his death and resurrection. From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things. See, he hadn't suffered yet. And so they were looking for him to manifest himself as king, but he hadn't suffered yet. He hadn't fulfilled the prophecy, all the steps and all the stages and all the, everything that needed to happen first had not come yet. So he couldn't reveal himself in the situation yet. My God, what a word. He couldn't reveal himself in the situation yet. He couldn't reveal it. Wasn't time. He said from that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed. And on the third day he would be raised. Right. And then Jesus again says in Matthew 17, 2022, as they were gathering in Galilee, Jesus said to them, the son of man is about to be delivered in the hands of men, right? He hadn't been delivered yet. And then also in Mark 8 31, he began to teach them that the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes and be killed after three days, right? And we know if you did know that to, to suffer in Christ is to gain. And so often we'll get so caught up. And when the Lord is telling us to occupy, to keep working towards something, often we'll get so caught up in the, the Tada moment, or he gave us the prophecy or he gave us the vision. And we're so consumed with the Tada moment that we lose our sight or our eyes on him. Joe five and 11 says the lowly he sets on high and those who mourn are lifted um, into safety. Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 8 said there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. And so I'm telling you this morning, you cannot rush God. And if God has given you instructions for the season, if he told you to work, if he told you to occupy, whatever he gave you, whatever the last instructions that he gave you, you cannot rush God in the season. You not, cannot rush God through your process. You cannot rush God through your suffering. You cannot rush God through your waiting. You cannot rush God. So Ecclesiastes three and one eight says there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to a brute, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from bracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time. So it's about timing. <laughs> it's about timing. It's you got to understand that it's about timing. And a lot of times we'll miss the timing of God. They were waiting God for God to reveal himself and he could not reveal himself yet. See, this is a word for somebody. You've been waiting on God to reveal himself in your situation and God cannot reveal himself yet. God cannot reveal himself. God can, the tie moment cannot come yet. You got to be processed out. Romans 8, 37 and 38 say no on all these things. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demon, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Lord, our God, you cannot. It's not. It's not time yet. It's not time for him to reveal himself in this situation yet. And I know that's difficult and I know that's hard, especially when we're waiting, but it's not time yet. Something else got to be processed out. Something else has to be refined. Something else has to go forth. Suffering has got to come, right? In suffering, we learn things. We taught on that last week. In our suffering, we're being pruned. In our suffering, we're being groomed. In our suffering, we're growing up. Psalms 119 and 76 says, May your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise, your servant. His love has got to be your comfort in this season. You got to keep your eyes on his love. You got to keep your eyes on the fact that he's got this circumstance, that he's got this situation, that he's not going to tell you something. See, the reason they were anxious for his coming or when the reason that they were trying to rush his coming was because they were trying to get to, they were looking for relief. They were trying to get to the Tada moment. And God was like, Jesus was like, I cannot reveal myself yet. I can't reveal myself yet. I can't reveal myself. I'm going to reveal myself to you. I'm going to reveal my situation in this situation. You're going to understand that all, what all of this was about in due season 
season. You're going to understand the waiting. You're going to understand why you couldn't get married. You're going to understand why the house couldn't come. You're going to understand all of this in good time. Psalms 119.76 says, may your unfailing love be my comfort. May I rest in your love. May I trust your love. May I rest in your word. May I rest in Psalms 23. May I rest in Psalms 91. May I use your word as my comfort. Understanding that your unfailing love is going to be my comfort. Isaiah 61, 1 through 2 says, The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me, Lakeisha, to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. I'm telling you, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. God to comfort all who mourn. Your comfort is coming. It's coming. It's coming. You just got to wait on God. Isaiah 60, 66 and 13 says a mother comforts her child. So will I comfort you and you will be comforted over Ju- Jerusalem. His love is your comfort right now. His love is your comfort. Hebrews 13, 5 says, I will never leave you or forsake you. He will never leave you or forsake you. And so they were so busy waiting and looking for the Tada moment that they had got into this position because they were not keeping their eyes on him. They were not keeping their eyes on him. They were not listening to what he's saying. They were not hearing. They were not hearing him. They were trying to rush the process. They were trying to get him to move um, ahead of time. And he was like, no, because they thought the kingdom of God would appear immediately. Jesus was like, no, the kingdom of God is not going appear immediately. And so that's the first thing that I know that I need you to understand today. Sometimes it doesn't have to, it's not going to happen immediately, but you got to understand the instructions. You got to understand what the suffering is about. You got to trust God in your suffering. You got to trust God in your situation. You got to center your eyes on God. We talked about Peter before when Peter was on the water, he was fine as long as his eyes were locked into Jesus. And so the Lord is saying to you, occupy till I come stay steadfast in the things that I've already told you to stay fast in steadfast in do what I told you to do in this season stop trying to get ahead of yourself stop trying to get ahead of God and the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong firm and steadfast that's first Peter 5 and 10 that's your that's your that's your promise That he's going to, the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Jesus Christ. Remember, God called for us in Christ. Christ was looking for us. After you've suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. Praise be to God and to God, our Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, the God of all comfort who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Right. I always tell people the stuff that I've suffered for is for someone else. The suffer I said, the things that I suffer for is for someone else. He tells me that second Corinthians one and three, four, the things that I go through ain't for me at, at all. And then Romans five, three and four says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character and character, hope. Romans 8, 18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And a lot of times we want to rush God. We want to rush him into the new job. We want to rush him into successful business. And God is trying to build something so significant in you so that when you come into your next season or when, as you're in your next season, that you won't falter. You got to keep your eyes on what he said. That was the problem. That was the first thing that they encountered. They were so busy trying to anticipate that he would re- reveal himself that they forgot what he said. That they forgot what he said, that they forgot that he said, I will comfort you while you're suffering, that, that they forgot that he said, I just need you to focus on my love. I just need you to trust me in this season. I just need you to hear what I'm saying. And so Jesus is like, I got to remind you of the prophecy. I got to remind you of what I said. I got to remind you of what I said. I got to remind you of the prophecy. I got to remind you of what I said, right? It's not going to happen immediately. He said, I got to go through some suffering first. I got to be bruised. There's a process through this. This is what has to happen first. And so I'm just going to commission you. Keep your eyes on him. Bask in his love. Remind yourself how much he loves you in this season. And that timing is everything. And if it doesn't seem like love, get to the word. 
word and remember what the word says. This Psalm scripture that we gave today is perhaps my favorite. Psalms 119.76, may your unfailing love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. God promises to comfort, comfort you in season and out of season. You just got to have all eyes on him. You got to have all eyes on the word that he spoke over your life. You got to remember the prophecies that were given over your life. You got to remember the promise. And if you haven't had a promise, you got to remember what the word says about you in this season and stop looking for the tada moment. God often operates in small ways. Stop looking for the finality. Stop looking for the grand thing. Wait on him. Trust him in this process. Keep your eyes on him in this season and occupy till he comes. Don't let depression lay you in that bed. Don't go back to the last thing that God told you. Go back to the last thing. If you're looking for your next instructions, go back to the last instructions of what God taught you and watch what he'll do for you in this season. We want to be like Jesus, right? But there's something in the making, right? There's something in the proof. And I'm going to share that with you. And we're going to talk about Abraham and Elijah. God gives specific instructions. And so he's going to give them specific instructions when he distributes the minors. That's it for today. I love y'all. I love you so much. I love you more than you know. I love you more than you know. We're going to read Genesis 12 tomorrow and two. And we're going to read read 1 Kings 17. And we're going to understand how important the instructions are from God in this season. How we don't need to move before God. How we need to remember what God said. How we need to keep our eyes on him. No matter how adverse the situation is. I have something I say all the time. When God moves, I move. Just like that. This ain't like Tupac, all eyes on me. You need your eyes on Jesus so that you can manifest what you need to manifest and your destiny can come forth in this next season. I love y'all so much. I love more than you know. If you want to connect to us, please go get connected to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. Please subscribe to the Daily Devotional. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. We would love to connect to you. Um, and if you were, if you didn't see what happened at Bible study, it's on you to go get, go get, to go watch the video. I love you so much. I see you back here in the morning. Invite someone in. You know what? We're making impact for Jesus throughout the world. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited about the glory of God. I'm so excited about what God is doing through all of us, not through just this ministry, but through all of us. All of us are rightly connected, but don't you move before your God. Keep your eyes on him. It's coming. He's producing something new in your suffering. I love you so much. Remember, this is a move. This is a move that's been in my spirit all morning. This is a move. Now, Father God, I thank you for the grace. May grace be under your people today. May your glory be manifested in their life. May Jesus be revealed to them in a mighty way. Lord God, and if there is anyone that has not accepted you as Christ, today is the day. We thank you that you're opening their heart, Lord God. We thank you they're repenting from their sins, Lord God. This is your opportunity. If you've never done it, just say, Lord God, please forgive me for my sins. And I'm accepting you and making you as Lord and Savior in my life. And then we're going to disciple you. We want to connect to you. We love you so much. Go be loved today, right? Go, go be loved today. Let the love of God be in your heart and exemplified on someone else. It's kingdom, baby. We'll see you in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings. Peace. This is a move. My God. Yeah. This is a move. Thank you, Lord God. This is a move. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is a move. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.